it. This is episode 286. I uh, had to look because it's been two weeks since we recorded this thing. This is No Laugh Track Podcast back, as I just said, after two weeks off. Uh, my name is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. We are here, of course, at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis because it's their podcast. And I'm here with a first-time guest. I had never seen his act until last night when, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I was here last night, Frankie. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yes, cool. Frankie <laughs> Quinones is here with me. What's up, y'all? <laughs> How are you? Good, man. Good. Here we are. Uh, I feel I, I went on Twitter this morning, and the first thing I saw that was trending was International Women's Day. And oh, I nice. thought, well, it's perfect. That I'm going to spend some time with uh, Juanita Carmelita on <laughs> International <laughs> Women's Day, <laughs> bringing the movement forward. <laughs> I don't know if that's crossed your mind today, that uh, <laughs> the important position you have <laughs> for women today in America. <laughs> but we can get to that later. Um, um, like I said, I went to the show last night. It was uh, it was packed in here. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, nice. how? Uh, I mean, some of it, yeah, it's like promo people, but <laughs> hey, they came and they saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, how were you? Man. So you've done two nights here so far. Yeah. This week, how's mm-hmm. how do you think it's been going? They were great, man. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, it's the first time I've done it. Started a, a club that been at a club that starts on a Tuesday. You know. So, okay. Uh, yeah. I was like, I wasn't expecting much on a Tuesday, but the crowd was great, man. And they were into it. I was like, all right, okay, Minneapolis, that's what's up. <laughs> it was good, man. Good energy. Show went good. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was, a, it was a good welcome. Good welcoming show. So, what is your what kind of history do you have in Minnesota? Any? Have uh, you performed no, here before? My, this is my first time ever to the to the state, even. <laughs> really? Just for yeah. Just, I mean, I had a layover at the airport one time. That doesn't that count. Here. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't, doesn't count. Because <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't. I've been to the airport in North Carolina, but I don't tell people I've been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I guess I looked out count. a window. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome, man. So two days, three days in to your Minnesota experience. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been fun, man. Been great. Right on. Coming from uh, California, yes, yeah. Correct. yeah, yeah. You didn't, uh, you didn't bring a ton of sunshine or a ton of heat, but the sunshine's been out. Yeah, sun's yeah, been man. out this week. Sunshine, I love it. Feels good. You know, cold weather, snow on the ground, but blue skies. Yeah, yeah I'm into it. <laughs> right on. Uh, so I got here today before we started recording, and I was talking to the guys, like uh, you know, a couple of the managers here, and they knew I came to the show last night. They're like, "Well, what'd you think?" Right. I was like, "It was good. <laughs> it was like no, I've been to Frankie. I've been to you know dozens, hundreds. I don't know of comedy shows here. Uh-huh. Yours was one of the most unique nights, just because <laughs> right, of the yeah, setup yeah. and the amount right, of people, right. and <laughs> yeah, it was in the." Costumes, right, right. Um, music cues. I've seen that before, but you know, it was definitely different than the standard Acme night of, you know, host, yeah. feature, headliner. Headliner, right? Yeah, like you're traveling with your with your buddies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These are all guys you brought with. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How? What? Uh, how long? Have you been touring with these guys? Like, what's the what's the story behind that? Um, yeah, I've just been touring with this, these guys for since the end of last year. Uh, before that, I was touring. I still do do dates with my buddy Craig Robinson, but I've been touring with him for oh, almost yeah. three years now. Yeah, he kind of took me under his wing a few years ago. Uh, he was yeah, been a great mentor and stuff like that. And then um, Daryl from the yeah, office. Yep, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> or hot tub time machine, whatever. It's so so funny, man. People always yell that out of at airports and stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, man, he was a great mentor. He took me uh, 
you know, all over the country, places I've never been. We never made it here, though, which I was like, I'm like, oh, Craig. Like, now that I've been here, I'm like, Craig, you got to come here, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, cool. But um, anyways, uh, you know, after I uh, had a couple, like, videos went viral, and then I started getting more, a little more TV work, then uh, clubs started giving me my own weekends. Uh, just, it's just, it's new, just towards the end of this past year. So, uh, yeah, th- that's how long the tour's been going. So the headline's pretty fresh, you're saying? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've done like you know a bunch of headlining gigs and touring, and then featuring for Craig. But, but um, yeah, after the the videos went viral and stuff like that, I was like, oh man, you know, I had performed as uh, characters before, but the workout character Creeper, he, I'm trying to get him, <laughs> polish him up, you know, to have a stage show, you know, because people are, love his videos. You yes, know, so yes, we're, we'll get, we're gonna talk about that. Stage, oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, but that's all, you know, the whole touring as a headliner thing started. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. What is the best way to get into that? Because <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I grew up in uh, San Pablo. <laughs> I grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota. And uh, I went to school where white was the minority, like okay. elementary school through high school. Uh-huh. White was the minority. There was a heavy Hispanic neighborhood, definitely oh. some, some black, Asian, you know, like Hmong, but definitely like known i grew up on the west side of saint paul it's where like the biggest you know cinco de mayo parade is every year Mm -hmm. and it's tons of mexican rest like legit like real mexican restaurants and stuff you know Uh, so that's where i grew up check those out dude. you should you definitely should um so i gotta tell you man the the creeper character it's i mean i'm sure you hear this where you go like tons of people say what i'm about to say is that reminds me of so many guys (laughs) That right, I grew right. up with and that maybe still are living like that. Right, right, right. And oh, it's yeah, just yeah. crazy, man. And <laughs> I, it's, it's such a great character that is, I don't know, it has endless, there's endless humor in that. Oh, right yeah. on, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, how, I've heard you say it's sort of based on family members. Yes, yeah, mostly my dad, because my, my dad was always a, you know, he's just like an old school cholo, man. Like, he, you know, he was... He grew up, I grew up, but he grew out of the whole thing. But the style stayed the same, you know. He once he had kids, he was just working. He was all about his family, but you know, just you know, Chuck Taylor's Dickies always drove a lowrider. That's just what he knew as like clothes and a car. Yeah. Know? So he was, uh, but he was real, always positive, man. He was like, hey, you know, stay away from the negative, and you know, stay positive. But always, you know, had the palm comb, slicking his hair back, driving yes. me to literally practice driving me to school, you know, and. um so there um, was a so, lowrider in the family? Always, man. Always. Really? My dad still has a lowrider. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then my godfather was a president of a lowrider car club. So growing up, you know, as a kid, I always went to uh, car shows and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, so I was always around that whole, you know, kind of culture, a lot of cholos and stuff. But, you know, they were always, you know, at uh, car shows, even though there might be, you know, like different neighborhoods there, everybody's there for the cars. Mm-hmm. So it's something that brought people together and were able to, they were able to just have fun and let let all that you know other gang life and stuff just check it at the door you know and yeah so, mm-hmm. uh, that's one of my I, we still go down to uh, my old neighborhood for the uh, big Cinco uh, festival and one of my favorite things is they do the lowrider uh, car yeah. show yeah oh man it's so fun man. taking that... my little my little white daughters <laughs> <laughs> that live in the suburbs oh, man, that's to awesome see that I, I just love it I just love it man all right man like this is such a different culture than they're used to you know oh right right I, I, I just it, love that man it's interesting you see I mean that's really all their life man. they dedicate their lives to their cars you know yeah but you know the ones with the souped up uh, stereos or the you know the 
lush interior. And yeah, it's just my cra- dad had a, a chain, little chain the, steering little wheel. Little chain was, steering yeah, wheel. Impala, it was great, man. <laughs> the little, I don't know, what, I always, we always called them dingleberries, those things. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really going for it, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the little fur balls, fur dingle balls hanging from the Yeah, little, or the custom horn. Yeah, yeah. Right? What are you driving? Oh man, I drive a Mini Cooper. Yeah, yeah there you go. Right. Hey, it's that good on gas. Straight like a gangster, man. Right? <laughs> right. People are like, Creeper drives a Mini Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Did you come up with the name Creeper? Yeah, me and my buddy, uh, 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 Kevin Kamia, uh, who's a friend of mine. He he tours with uh, Ali Wong, actually. Oh yeah, Ali's uh, been on this podcast. Oh oh really? Mm-hmm. Nice, nice man. Yeah, she was just here. At, was it the Orpheum Theater? Or something? Is that the name of the big there's, theater downtown? Oh yeah, there's an Orpheum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was just there recently. He came, he came out, so he was telling me some spots hit. But him and I co-write all our sketches together, and uh, we're working on a couple other projects. Um, uh, one with uh, Absolutely Productions, you know, Tim and Eric's uh, production company. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're working on this, this weird show. Uh, it, should, it should be pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, me and him co-write all the sketches together, so we came up with that name together and then just developed from there. Um, but, yeah, the whole Creeper thing, we did, we did a video called Cholo Whisper. Mm-hmm. Which was, uh, you know, uh, this family got a, you know, creeper from the, the CRS, which is a Cholo Rescue Services, and then they, <laughs> you know, he was having trouble acclimating back to society, so he was kind of, you know, uh, you know, catnob giving him some trouble, so they call in Cholo Whisper to help him out. Yeah. So everybody was like, "You got to make another Cholo Whisper." Like, so I was like, "Oh man, well, what's the next step?" And I was like, "Okay, well, he's gonna get a job. You know, he's got to." I was like, "What could he do? He's gonna have trouble getting a job." And I was like, "Oh, I know. He could teach a workout class in the backyard." And then we did Cholo Fit. Which was kind of just winged it, man. That whole thing was kind of improv. And those people that were in the video, we were just at my my friend's house. And then some friends just happened to stop by. And I'm like, hey, you guys want to do this video real quick? Like, we're just, we're in the process of doing it. Yeah. And we did it, put it out. And then, man, within a couple of days after it went out, it just was like, I remember just waking up. And then, like, my social media, everything was just on fire. I mean, I couldn't even... It was overwhelming, you know, just like it's crazy. Yeah, was there was there a big like this is the thing that made us break out huge? Was there one? Yeah, the first Cholo Fit video. Yeah, that was the one, man. And uh, was there someone that like retweeted it or post like a site that posted yeah, it or a was, celeb that like what? I mean, so multiple celebrities. It was it was crazy. Um, there was um oh man, I can't remember. It was like there was like a lot of hip hop artists like uh, uh, French Montana, who's a uh, like famous rapper, mm-hmm. if you want to say, he uh, was started reposting it on his uh, like sections of it. He kept reposting it on his Instagram and stuff, and then so people got a hold of it that way. And then it was like Mario Lopez, even like Brody Jenner, like all oh, these wow. people. Yeah, <laughs> just like people you wouldn't expect, man. Yeah, they just like fell in love with it. And then obviously the fitness community, man. Like uh, Paige Hathaway was a huge like fitness star. She reposted it on her Instagram. She never like even reposts anything. But she posted a video. She's like, I sure. love this so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it can, so, yeah, because it, t- it has a tie into that uh, world. Yeah, and I, I think yeah, it yeah, was just of kind of that, like a perfect storm of things. And and obviously, you know the you know the our, uh, you know the Latino community, obviously, you know, so relatable to them. But then, and then it was just the fitness community, and just all these things came together. And then so next thing you know, I'm getting messages from like Australia, and Thailand, and 
like places I wouldn't even know. Like, gosh, you guys don't even know what a cholo is, but they still embrace creeper for some reason. Yeah, you know, I was going like, to ask you about that. Like, uh, have you ever looked at the YouTube? You know, like where you can see like different you know regions of the country or the yeah, world yeah, like um, this is really hitting in the twin cities in minnesota it's really hitting in you know texas and but in freaking iowa nobody gets it like do you right, notice right. stuff like that yeah they sent me a because i i do the uh, i did the videos to a uh there's a online uh a digital platform called mas mejor that yep. was started by broadway video which is lord michael's company and so broadway video is sending like, little statistics like that you know obviously it was it started off huge in california but then you know, Australia was a big one, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that and is. Texas was obviously big. Also, those those markets, Washington, all that. But then I was surprised to see, man, even like the East, huge amount in the East Coast, Florida. And then, you know, obviously the middle of America, the numbers were smaller, but they were still there. And yeah. it was just like, wow, it, it was kind of mind-blowing. But it was, it was a... Interesting. It was interesting to see. And then uh, Canadians loved it, man. Like those people, you know, because I say, you know, Cholo say A hey, after like, hey, what's up, hey, mm-hmm. how you doing? And so do Canadians. So they were like, <laughs> which I thought was funny, man. And then, and then Halloween came like maybe two months after the video went viral. And then a bunch of people dressed as Creeper. I was going to ask like, you that too. That I was like, was I so thought about crazy. that this morning. I'm like, this seems like a freaking yeah, yeah. no brainer for a Halloween costume. And it's easy. And it's like, you know, it just cut off. Sweat, socks, a little headset. <laughs> you know, I actually, I thought of that earlier today and actually went on Twitter and searched going as Creeper for Halloween, but it came up with so many weird. Oh, yeah, because uh, Creeper is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Creeper such such a, you know what, yeah. it's Creeper from uh, Minecraft. It went oh, to right, so many right, links right. of uh, yeah, yeah, Minecraft. You put Cholo Fit. Yeah, you Cholo, Cholo Fit, Fit Cholo Halloween Fit for Halloween. That's what I should have searched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, it's up there, man. It's so funny. It's funny, too, because there'd be like these, ch- it was like this, my favorite one was this super heavy set Asian dude, you know, and uh, <laughs> he, was, he had the whole tank top and the thing in the headset. It was so funny. Love man, it. With the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Are people showing up to your these live shows now dressed up? Yeah, some some do. Uh, yeah, uh, in some places they do. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of women do. Some of the guys do that come out. Like there's whole like gyms that come out, like fitness instructors that come out with all their clients, and you know they come out dressed up, man. It's <laughs> It's funny, man. Has anyone, has, have any like legit, uh, uh, you know, health uh, instructors, you know, have they come on and been like, you know, what you're, te- what you're showing people is not going to help anybody. Like, has anybody <laughs> taken it seriously? Like, these squats are pretty lame, man. Right. Like, <laughs> right, stop, right. Moving, stop bending your not back good for lower back. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> nah, I think for the most part, they they get that it's a joke. But uh, <laughs> you know, I would say the only like negative backlash I have is like you get these. Uh, real kind of uh conservative like latinos that are like oh you know you're setting us back feeding into these stereotypes and da 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 and it's like all right you know loosen up yeah first of all these are jokes (laughs) exactly (laughs) and then second of all it's like uh i think it's good man i mean it's my dad still talks like creeper he's like so i'm like or so you say my father's like setting us back like he's he's a successful dude man he works his ass off and you know so it's like so other other than that you know it's fine i think people yeah you know you say that and then i'm like wait a minute i'm white and i'm laughing my ass off am i being racist but no no no, man man. and it's like the thing is is creeper's not he doesn't feed into like violence or he's a positive dude you know so it's like that's a good point reason to laugh at that yeah 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 that's a good that's a very good point um God, I just love it. I went, when I was in college, I went to college in Duluth, Minnesota. Okay. And uh, I took, a, I think it was a sociology class. They had us do this thing where for they wanted us uh, to do an experiment where for one day you needed to dress 
uh, like you normally would not dress and then take notes and see how people, uh, you know, treated you. Like, did they oh, treat wow, you differently or whatever? Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a good exercise. So what I did was busted out one of my flannel shirts, only buttoned the top button. I put a, <laughs> yeah, I put a bandana around my head. I'm not kidding, man. I had uh, some khaki pants, and, and I did not have starch, but I did my best to freaking crease, crease, yeah, crease yeah. the front of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Tried man. to look li- like, you know, what that image was in my head, what it was like with the guys I grew up with. And uh, I didn't, you know, the the idea behind the experiment is really good, but be, it, I don't feel like it really worked because in college everybody's doing you know right, my best friends had my best friend had green hair it's like right 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 yeah everybody's who are you gonna look yeah. at who are you gonna who's standing out more me dressed up like a white cholo or freaking yeah, yeah you know my white buddy with green hair i mean we're both we're both there's always there good. was always one white cholo in the crew though you know like, that's true that's <laughs> true <Nicole> or, <laughs> <right>. milkweed yeah. <laughs> milkweed <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> yes oh man I might have been called milkweed once, jokingly, or twice in, in high school, among many other oh, yeah, different yeah, white sure guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck you, milkweed. But, hey, Beach hey, milkweed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome. funny, man. You crease it up. It's funny because I remember you reminded me of a. I, I went through my wannabe cholo stage when I was younger. You know, I was like 12, 13, 14. I was like, you know, you want to be down. I want to be down with my other friends in the neighborhood. My cousin, my older cousins. I was always trying to like trying to hang out with them. Take me out with you. No, you stay here, or they would bring me in. But I started buying Dickies and white tees, and mm-hmm. my mom's like, you're not dressing like that. My dad's like, no, no, let him if he wants to. Oh, really? But, he would, but my dad was like, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. you know. And he would wake me up at like 5.30 in the morning and make me starch and crease my Dickies and my t- T-shirt and tuck it in. you know. And really? Then, so, man, I like Oh, you're like, going to smoke? Then smoke this whole pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, yeah. I lasted like maybe three weeks, man. And then I just switched back to, you know, Bugle Boy jeans and yeah, cargo right. shorts. Bugle and, you know, Boy. Throw, throw those into the dryer up cool, man. Plus, you know, I kept, I was like so scared of getting hit up by other gang members and stuff. Yeah. It was just like, but uh, it was mostly my cousins, man. They would like literally like beat me up and punk me. And they're like, this ain't for you. You know, there's something better for you out there. You know, like if you have any problems, you hit us up. But, you know. There you go. They would let me hang out every now and then. But yeah, yeah, it got scary, man. It, it wasn't a life for me. <laughs> <laughs> they knew it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I remember going to like uh, you know when we were eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You know, we'd go and hang out at my buddy's house because uh, his mom didn't give a shit what we did upstairs in his bed. You know, yeah, yeah. There was always that one friend. Yeah, <laughs> their parents have doing. She didn't care. The music could be loud. There yeah. could be smoke coming under the door. At, at, as long as he's at home, she was cool. exactly. She didn't. She didn't care, and she loved all of us. Whatever. But I remember the first time going over there. And seeing his, um, so this is like before I did the college, you know, crease in my pants. Mm-hmm. I remember going over there and seeing a his iron and ironing board, and I'm like, "What? What the fuck are you? What are you?" And then that's when, and then he's like, "Dude, the creases!" Like, "Oh, yeah. I, really? Okay, right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. You're doing them in jeans too? Okay, I don't, whatever. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Cholos are doing them in jeans for sure. Uh huh." <laughs> Get this shit crisp, man. Yeah, yeah. You fucking cut a no, piece of paper. A paper cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. Oh, man. Dude, I uh, all this stuff is bringing back so many, so many memories from growing up uh, in St. Paul. Like, I don't know how old you were when American Me came out. Oh yeah, man. 
but that had a that was like if you if you didn't see that the day after you found out about it you were left in the dust man right, like right, right. in my school like you had to see american me oh, as yeah. soon as possible <laughs> right, right. as soon as possible great movie man i know i was I, I haven't seen it in you know probably 30 years oh right right have you seen blood in blood out yes blood, of course right. of that course. was crazy man because it came out around the same mm-hmm. time so it kind of got shadowed for a bit but yeah then, you're right and it became like this cult classic you know yeah. it's funny that you bring that one up because i was thinking about all the stuff in the last few days uh and then you know planning to come and talk to you and that's the only i could only think of the title blood in blood out i'm like that's not the one i want to bring up though what is it what is it so i literally went to google and i wrote late 80s uh mexican gangster movie yeah, yeah. boom well, popped right up there, american yeah. me edward james called, almost like, down by honor and then they changed it to blood in blood out yeah kind of yeah and it was actually 1992 as i found out not 88 oh, which okay. i was thinking it was but uh this just on a little side note here. Did you? Because then I started looking stuff up about that. Did you know there was a huge controversy over that movie, American Me? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, dude. Edward James almost received like several death threats. I didn't stuff. know. I didn't he know that. Yeah, to hire a security service. Yeah, some of the what, like the writers or something like got killed. Whoa, I didn't know about that. I wrote wow. it. I where did I save that here? I saved it on my phone. I I was wondering if you knew about this. No, uh, I didn't know anybody got killed over it. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to pull this up right now. Yeah. This is actually from an article uh, that I found in uh, uh, online entertainment, the magazine Entertainment Weekly from 1993. It says, uh, Ed Edward James almost named the list of celebrities living in fear. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He... The uh, the former Miami Vice actor isn't being stalked by an obsessed fan, but supposedly by the Mexican mafia, yeah. which is said to be angered by almost his depiction of the group in his 1992 film American Me. Uh, shortly before it pre- after it premiered, two of the film's consultants were slain. Incidents that some interpreted as retribution and a warning to almost who co-produced and directed the film. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So crazy. Yeah, the consultants were consultants were uh, I think. Right, I think they were like former, or is still in the mafia. Yep, I, I, I have it right here. They took the money and the flap may be a result of the movie's blurring of fact and fiction. In particular, the insinuation that one of uh, La M's founding members, Rodolfo Caneda, Cadena, Cadena, mm-hmm. was murdered by his own gang. Uh, yeah, let's see. The Mexican Mafia was enraged by the film. Uh, the lead character, Santana Montoya, is portrayed as having been raped as a juvenile and ultimately stabbed to death by his own followers at the end of his criminal career, which never happened to any Mexican Mafia member with similarity, similar characteristics to Santana. Yeah. Yeah, because he used, I mean, he didn't use fictitious names or anything. He's straight, like, I mean, it's a real gang, you know? So right. it's like, he just went for it, man. Like, <laughs> crazy. You know, great movie, but yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure you upset this. A little more uh, controversy than uh, my other, my real favorite Edward James Almost movie, Stand and Deliver. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love that movie. A negative times a negative equals, equals a, positive. a positive. Yeah. Repeat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the finger man. I heard about you. Yeah. Are you the finger man? One, two, three, four, five. Forty-five. Are you the finger man? My dad was a math. There's so many good quotes in that movie. My dad was a math teacher, and I told you the neighborhood oh, wow. I grew up in. Okay, so that cool. was like I had to go see that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One, That's two, three, four, five. Yeah. Are you the finger man? <laughs> Love that. Um, there's a, so we've talked about <laughs> Creeper a little bit here in the Cholo fit. How do you, is there a, is there a number? How many videos do you have out there with the uh, with that character? 
Um, oh man, we put out. Let me see. There's, uh, there's, uh, yeah, there's Cholo Whisper, Cholo Fit, Cholo Fit Advanced, uh, and then we. Um, I just did one like over Christmas where Creeper wakes up in the middle of the night and uh, runs into Santa. Oh, I watched that one. Yeah, and okay. I just, we kind of just did that as like, ah, let's just do a little one last minute. Uh, we did it in our apartment, and um, I love when you call guys, just, older guys OG. So OG. Yeah, yeah, the OG, <laughs> the OG in the Cholo video. That's my that's my dad, you know, and then uh, my real dad. Okay, but um, yeah, we just put out that Christmas one. Like, ah, I'll just put it on my Facebook. Da, da, da. Dude, they got like almost four million views, and I'm like, oh my gosh, man, people really embrace Creeper. <laughs> that it was like, yeah. So and then it was like a lot of people were just they saw him for the first time through that Santa video. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we got something, but we're about to f- shoot a. Uh, actually, next no next week. On oh, about ten days, we're shooting a, a spin class, you know, with a with lowrider bikes. So oh, for make, real? Yeah, we're gonna put them on mounts, make them stationary, and then Creeper's gonna teach a spin class. Didn't you mention that bikes. on stage last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 so I'm excited. And it's about really it, happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it, man. The script looks good. And <laughs> I think it's gonna be funny. But <laughs> but then um, other than that, like there was there was a lot of outtakes that have been made, or even clips from the videos that have been made in Instagram videos, and so. A lot of people just share, repost those, and you know have a good time with it. But uh, people aren't stealing your stuff and comp- claiming it as theirs, are they? Oh well, when the first Cholofit video uh, went out, yeah, yeah, people were you know it's classic thing. Any anytime anything goes viral on the internet, I think you know those people like taking it and then putting their logos on it, and made it making it look like they produced it. Yeah, but you know eventually it took a while though. Eventually as time went on, people started finding finding us, but. You know, nobody knew who I was in the beginning. They just no, knew the, I, they just knew the video. You know? Yeah, I, and I I was reading through some of the comments on your on the videos on YouTube, and it's like a lot of people are like, "Man, I saw this on you know wherever, and I had to search." I'm so glad I found this. Now I'm subscribing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good, man. There was a there's a site called Unilad, um, you know, and they they eventually credited me, which I which I was cool. I appreciate. But they they took a clip and posted it. They have a huge following. It ended up. I mean, it ended up getting well over like 30 million v- views, you know, and it was just wow. like, oh my gosh, man, that, that that's the video that's gotten the most views. But yeah, yeah, it was crazy, man. But, you know, uh, eventually they found who I was and they, they gave me credit and so directed a lot of traffic uh, our way, which is cool, you know, so. Does, uh, does your dad still mean mug? Yeah, <laughs> man, he's still, it's funny, like, he's such a good dude, but yeah, yeah, he, I, any picture you see him and he's just not smiling, I'll be like, dad, smile, and then you just, you know, he just, like, moves his head a little bit, but <laughs> like, that's not a smile, man, <laughs> but, you know, he has his big old mustache, too, so I don't, that's just him, man, it's how he I grew up, him. so he just, like, <laughs> I got a couple, oh, okay, I got a couple questions, first of all, you, oh, you just said the mustache, when you, did you, when yours first started growing in, like, when you're, you know, when puberty hits, mm-hmm. did you let that peach fuzz grow, oh, like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get the for mustache, sure, man, for sure. did you yeah, have yeah. the peach fuzz? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember, you know, first, I'm like, oh, man, let that, it's almost here, you know, <laughs> now I'm like, gosh, dang it, I gotta shave every day, because like, I remember so many of the freaking Mexican dudes I grew up with, like, oh, yeah, come yeah. on, man, just trying to the edge right here, yeah, 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 like, hey, it's coming in, yeah, yeah, it's coming in, come on, come on, come on, Bro, you yeah. better just keep trimming that for a few more years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few more years, man. So funny, man. I could tell how, how that's, that hair is as soft as the stuff on your head. Dude. Right, Come, right. On. <laughs> Come on. Um, oh, anyway, so I, I asked about the mean mugging because that phenomenon, that the fact that that exists, it, it, I just... it. I love it so much. I love that that exists. Right, right, right. You gotta uh, look tough, you know? Yes, <laughs> because there... And I still see it. Uh, there is a... You know, thanks to Facebook, you can still kind of keep in touch to people, you know, mm-hmm. with 
with people from your past, high school, you know, grade school. Uh, and so I'm friends with people that I grew up with. And there's this one uh, well, woman now who married. I'm definitely not using any names. I don't want to piss anybody off too bad here. Okay. There's a woman I went to school with. She married a guy we also grew up with. And he's a little guy. He's like, I don't know, 5'1", five, 5'2". Five, they oh, have nice. some kids now. Uh, and... I've she posts pictures of the family. I've never ever seen a picture of him not freaking mean mugging the camera. And now, and he's a little guy, yeah, a little like, dude. Come, yeah. Oh, you're so hard, man. And then they, and then they, uh, uh, they're they're little boys. I haven't. I've noticed in particular when I see pictures that she posts, the one little boy. He's got to be like three years old. Never smiles. Completely <laughs> taken trained. after his dad. <laughs> like a fucking three year old so mean funny, mugging. <laughs> Come on, That's man! That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not. I could show you when we're done here. Posing with one of his toys, just like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't even like this transformer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear, it's like, oh, I love that that has been passed down from generation to generation, man. And to this day, though, the dude that you know we grew up, the husband, still no freaking smiles ever, no. ever. <laughs> Ever over the years, like not even, a, yeah, yeah. don't even he's never even like accidentally caught him smiling and put it on Facebook. Right, like, right, dude. That's a man. That's such a classic thing, especially the yeah. All my cousins, everything, even when they dance, you know, or when they're partying, you know, they're just like, you know, I got the the elbows up mm-hmm. and they're just mean mugging, you know. But you go up to him like, hey man, you all right? Yeah, I'm having the time of my life, you know. And it's like, well, <laughs> you look pissed, you know. But all right, at least you're having a good time in your mind, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, I'll believe you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not what I'm seeing <laughs> at all. Yeah. No. Oh, I love the mean mug, man. Oh, that's so freaking awesome. Uh, how about, uh, so, uh, yeah, in honor of International Women's Day, we should talk about your other character that you Oh, do. yeah, yeah, Juanita Carmelita. Carmelita, yeah. What's <laughs> that? Who kind of looks like Snooky. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just need to spray paint myself orange, and it'll be mm-hmm. all good. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. looks like Snooki. The new wig I got looks like because we were at the Sacramento Punchline last week or the week before, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was last week, and uh, I left the uh, I left my the wig that I had hanging like on a uh, one of the bulbs in the, on the vanity mirror because it was a separate switch to like turn it on. I was like, oh, nobody's gonna turn this on, but I guess the cleaners came in overnight and they turn on every light, even like the dimmers on the vanity bulb switch. So the the, my wig caught on fire. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> you burned down a comedy club last week. <laughs> I mean, it didn't burn down, but it was a. But yeah, yeah, it caught on fire, and then so the manager called me. She goes, "I think it's okay though," but she wasn't there the night before on the first night. Oh, so she didn't see what it originally looked oh. like. So it got all froed out on one side and was like had like a light bulb burnt. Uh, like bald burn in it. Oops. So I had to wear it like in the show. You oh, know? you did so have to go with it. <laughs> so it was hilarious, man. You know, but uh, but um, yeah, yeah. So anyways, I, I got a replacement here, and uh, it's it, yeah, it looks like a Snooky wig, but sorry, right. I'm trying to work it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. So who is is that? Just based on? Just yeah, a... m- mostly based off my mom, and then really when I grew up around, yeah, my mom's kind of just real like yeah, she's real like positive, but kind of has attitude like. You know, my my way or the highway, but I love you. you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, she's a, she's a good time, man. I've probably been doing her uh, on stage the longest. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So what? Let, yeah, let's go back. So where did where were you first doing this 
any of this stuff? Where, where, oh, where started, was the first performing well, you, you know, were doing? I started just, you know, stand up, obviously, as myself. And then I was always into doing characters. I do some voices and storytelling in my, my stand up. But um, I started in uh, San Francisco. You know, I was born in, in Los Angeles, and then I lived there when I was little. I mostly grew up in a, an hour north of LA. Okay. Uh, Ventura County, Oxnard area, Camarillo, Ventura, and um, which is it's like an hour north of LA. Okay. And then um, at the end of high school, I moved to San Francisco, finished there, and then I, I you know, was a family, and then I ended up living there for about 15 years. Uh, so that's where I started stand up. Oh, okay. Uh, what else were you doing at that time? Uh, the 15 years post. Yeah, yeah. High school. Years, that's a lot of time, man. I'm just going to school, man. I went to you know I went to state school there. Uh, met a lot of homies, and then I was just I was, I was working at a hardware store. Okay, and uh, on Hate Street, um, yeah, and then um, you know that was pretty much it, man. Then I got like a shipping and receiving job down in Mountain View, so I was commuting down there. Okay, and then just like a forty-hour week gig, ra- and just working yeah, full time, and then just racing back to the city at night to sign up at open mics, and you know wait two hours and do my little five minutes, and you know, and then it just kept going from there. Okay, and then uh, started doing videos little by little, like I did. And then, um, you know, they were, you know, kind of too long and at first and not that funny, but then it kept kept going. And then I started doing just promoting my own shows and doing little shows. It was, there was this place called The Dark Room in, in San Francisco, a really small place. Uh, it's unfortunate it's it closed now, like a lot of places in San Francisco. But, uh, hmm. but um, I started doing shows there like every other month. <clears throat> then eventually I got into the clubs, you know, Punchline and Cobbs. And, okay. You know, and then I, you know, just doing the characters on stage. And her, you know, Juanita Carmelita doing her <laughs> thing. So, and she kind of got a little following there, you know. Okay. And then, you know, even like, you know, there would be these teams of girls coming. They would even come during the week, like all the way from Santa Rosa, which is like an hour away to come see her. So, you know, I really? kind of ride that way for a little bit. She sure. Doing her thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. She was a. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's where that's where she came from. Okay. Pretty much. Was there uh, any any of your any of your homies give you a hard time for dressing up like a woman ever? Oh yeah, man. Oh dude. <laughs> that, actually, most of my homies like embrace it just because they're like, if you just look at like what it looks like, you're, oh. But then they would go to the shows and like, oh, this shit's funny, you know. That's what I love about you know, because obviously, you know, the Latino black community, there's a lot of uh, homophobia mm-hmm. in there. You know, we grew up around a lot of homophobia. Yeah. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's part of the deal, man. And and then. You know, there's a lot of dudes that are just so stubborn about it, especially like, man, OGs, I love Creeper. And then they come out and they see me dressed as that. They're like, what? You know, I've had, but I love it when I have, <laughs> I have you know, I have, because the streets come out to see me, depending what city I'm in, but you know, which I love and I appreciate, man. And it's like, because it's a positive experience, mm-hmm. but I, I love it when it's happened multiple times where it'll be like, you know, straight up cholo, like real cholos come up and they come to her like, hey, homie, you know, like I saw you come out and you were dressed as a hyena. And I was like, what? Like, but then, hey, you know what? It was funny, eh? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, You're like my sister. Yeah, yeah. I was like, but you know what, fool? It's pretty funny, though. You know, so I was like, see, man, hey, it's just jokes. I mean, it ain't that, first of all, it ain't that serious, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, I love it, man. I love it when people see that side of me. It's like, so it's cool. <laughs> Do you, uh, now when you need to go get a new um, uh, new pair of tight, like, ladies' pants, or uh, are you shopping on your own? You send somebody to go do that? Oh, no, Amazon? Well, I gotta go try it on, you know, so... <laughs> 
it's funny, man. You know, at Ross, you know, the cheap stores, they have like the, the, the guards like or like somebody kind of managing or policing the dressing rooms, you know. So I got to come up, you know, holding this shit. You know, I've got these stretchy pants and shit. And I'm dressed regular, you know. They could tell I'm not like, and I'm like, hey, bro, you know, I got to try this. <laughs> so they always give me a funny look. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I do comedy, you know, da, da, da. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever, bro. Stop uh-huh. number three, go ahead. You know? <laughs> we don't care, man. We don't care. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not judging. I'm like, no, no, please believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so great! <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad that you can you, that you're man enough to do that, and you're not like ordering six pair off Amazon and just oh, like right, sending right. the other five back yeah, yeah. that don't the, fit. Man, I, I don't give a shit, man. I'm like, here, this is what it is, man. People take it too serious. Yeah, know, sometimes. That's that's good. That's good. Um, what so? Like, what would the ultimate success be for you as a, as like a, I don't know, what do you call it? Like, these, as a character, like as a skit, as these, you know, as these performances, as these mm-hmm. characters, or a stand-up or a combination of the two? Like, what's the ultimate goal for you? Um, I mean, I would like to do a, a special, you know, with a, kind of with what we do here, you know, just, that's why I like touring now, and I love doing the characters live, and then. Because some places, a lot of people come, they, they you know, they want to see Creeper, they want to see, and I want to give them what they want. So I'm trying to, like, polish it up into, like, a solid hour where I could do my own stand-up, do Juanita Carmelita, do Creeper, and then, you know, hopefully tape that. And then um, hopefully it ends up in a good place. But we're, we are, we're developing a, a sketch show with Broadway Video with, with all the characters that, you know, they live in the same world. And then, uh, you know, just do sketches. And so we're hoping to get a, <clears throat> a pilot done by the end of this year. And then, you know, we'll see if it gets picked up. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, that would be, probably be uh, probably the dream scenario is to get a sketch show picked up where I could just find a way to present these characters in a, you know, in a way with a lot of layers and stuff like that. I wouldn't want it to be too glossy or da-da-da. We want to, you know, shoot it in a dope way where maybe it looks like kind of each sketch looks almost like an independent film where, you know, Creeper's World, Juanita, Carmelita's World, all that. They, they, it could almost be like their own little mini sitcoms going on with yeah. the sketch. But, yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of the things like we, I like to maybe make people feel something while they're laughing out loud. So like Creeper gets, even though it's like it's funny and all that, there's like, you know, he's got a message in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like to kind of try to do that. It's challenging sometimes on the writing aspect, but that's the way I, you know, hopefully we can execute a, a good pilot and hopefully get it picked up. But. Nice. Now, what's it, now? There's something I asked you about before we started recording this. What, mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. The um, something for TBS, possibly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like, um, man, that was kind of like the game changer uh, for me, just as a performer. I mean, it was like, um, it was a so it was a group of friends that we all met in San Francisco like ten years ago. So it was uh, me and my friend Donnie, my friend Corey, and then uh, we, us three are on camera. Then my, our buddy Rob is a director, writer, okay. and he's behind the camera. And he also shot all the Cholo fits, all the Juanita Carmelita videos, all that stuff. Okay. And um, so we kind of got our little crew. But uh, we were we started a sketch group called the Dress Up Gang. They started it before. We all knew each other at the same time. I was kind of doing my own thing. And then when we moved to L.A. together uh, – you know, they kind of added me to the group, and we started a project called My Roommate, My Friend. And we did one, and we, we didn't know if it was going to be a one-off, da, 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 but then we're like, oh, we got something here. And then um, we shot it, started shooting it in our apartment in L.A. Um, it was where, uh, you know, kind of Corey and Donnie are the driving force of the show. They live together, and I play the neighbor, even though we all still live together. In okay. The but I play Donnie's best friend that, like, lives down the street. 
but anyways it's kind of dark subtle dry humor you know it's a it's a I, I i really enjoy it man but um anyways we we started doing a web series started, we started showing it at shows in la like before shows and people started really liking it and some industry saw it and then um this uh producer uh dave Nebone, he really liked it and then so he started giving us money to keep developing the web series okay so, you know just like you know a few grand or something just so we were doing it for free anyway so we're like oh cool they're gonna give us three grand for each video like crazy here we go and then so which was and then so but we all had our day jobs still and stuff like that anyways long story short it got we shopped it around after we did 10 episodes of the web series and then uh tbs and uh, comedy central took interest in it and then so but tbs kind of doubled the offer for pilot so we went with them and then um yeah we shot a pilot but they ended up we ended up they ended up sitting on it for like six months, so we didn't think they were gonna pick it up. We're like, ah oh, man, well at least we learned, you know, oh, okay. hopefully da da da. Then all of a sudden we get a call and um we were actually work, we we were playing basketball that day and then we came back and we were all at Rob's house, the four of us, and then the you know, uh, our producer called and he goes, Hey guys, hate to be the bear bad news, but you know, you just sold the show to turn the broadcasting system and we're just like, What? Da 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 Yeah. I was literally delivering sandwiches that morning, you know, <laughs> for money, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so so uh, now, I love stories like that. That's how that happens, man. Right, like, right. Yeah. yeah, man. Oh so, man, I thought it was gonna be another shitty day at work and then <laughs> BAM. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So now so you've done ten episodes? Yeah, so we just finished ten episodes. Uh, they built a replica of our apartment and a stage in Burbank, and you know, so we were driving from our apartment to go to our apartment. Just got on some Wayne's World shit. <laughs> How <laughs> cool like, is that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we were like, what? But it was uh, <laughs> Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but, and they nailed it, man. We're like, okay, they're gonna make something that looks like it, dude. They they had people coming to our apartment taking pictures. They nailed it, man. That first day we showed up, I mean, our apartment was built like in 1930. But they nailed it, like the crown molding, even dirty spots on the wall, <laughs> everything. Amazing. Just, like, crazy, dude. Wow. But, and, uh, yeah, it was pretty much just a bunch of no-names us. And then uh, Andy McDowell, though, hopped on board, and she plays our neighbor. And so... Uh, really? I know, right? <laughs> How yeah, random dude, is that? Andy McDowell, yeah. She's like, you never even seen her in, like, comedy. But uh, That's cr- What? Yeah, yeah, it was great, man. Yeah, and I was just like, what, dude? Like, that was, like, my first crush ever, like, on Groundhog Day. I was like, oh, my god. You're reading my... I... I remember cutting a picture of her out and putting it yeah. near my desk. Like, in, right. yeah, I had a huge crush on Annie McDowell. Dude, man, yes. I was so nervous to meet her, dude. I was so nervous. Like, she could have been more nice. She would come in and do script reads with us, like, the first time we met her. And we are just like, oh, thank you so much for doing this. And just, like, reading lines. And then, man, that first, like, the first scene I had with her, I was like, couldn't even sleep the night before. I was like, come on, dude. Like, duh, duh, Like, you know, and then, uh, I mean, she couldn't have been more nice and made me feel more comfortable. Awesome. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so we just finished it, man. We just finished shooting 10 episodes. and Okay. But like you said, I don't know. We don't have a premiere date yet. So, you know, worst scenario doesn't make it. But, uh, you know, if it doesn't yeah. make it on, on TV, I mean, we're hoping that it still does. But if it doesn't make it to TBS, I think it'll find a home somewhere. So yeah, well, good. that's good. Yeah, yeah. So that's it, good. It looks great, man. Everything came out great. I think it's funny. And then it'll be, you know, so hopefully it, it all works out. But So, and you're, and just to, uh, so you're not that character you're doing on there is nothing. No, like... I play Frankie. You know, I'm just like a regular dude. Just a regular yeah. dude. Which was funny because when we found out the show got picked up, like that was like the the game changer for me. Like that was because we had to get right to work. You know, we had to start writing. You know, I was in the writers' room with them, and then you know, and then I was obviously acting in it. So I, we were just busy, man. It was like ten, twelve hour, sometimes 15, fifteen hour days. You know, shooting and all that. Because um, um, so but you know, we put out Cholo Fit. 
after I found out that news, you know, so the toilet fit thing was going viral while we were like busy with this thing. So everybody's like, oh, hopefully it leads to other things, not knowing that I was already working on this TV show, like with a oh, replica wow. of my apartment, you know? So yeah, I yeah. Like, so I would just be like, yeah, I hope it, I hope it leads to other things too. But, uh, but it was, yeah, it was just time to go to work. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was cool, man. It was, it was great. What about, that's really, I, I, great, great I wish you luck on that. Yeah, for sure. What, how about other uh, acting or, I saw you did some voice work on a movie? Yeah, yeah, I did a, uh, it was like just this direct TV movie, but it was a, man, they gave me billing on it, which I was not expecting, because it's a, you know, it's a Jeff Foxworthy, Rob Schneider, and then Frankie Quinones, so everybody's like, who's Frankie Quinones, you know, (laughs) but they put my name on the poster and everything, so I was like, you know, obviously my family was so proud and happy, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, and it did well on direct TV, so, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, man, that was just awesome, and that was just because, uh, a guy there was a producer that came to uh i did this uh short uh stand-up series uh called entre nos on hbo latino and there was a, a, a producer that was there that worked for direct tv and uh yeah he just saw me he liked my set he came up and introduced me after he goes hey man you know he goes i produce a you know, uh, animated movies and stuff like that. I would love to get you involved. And I was like, you know, people come up to you and tell you stuff all the time. So I was like, but you know, I'm always nice. And a lot of it times they're fine. But sure enough, man, he hit me up like a week later and was like, Hey, I got this part for you. If you want it, went in there, recorded it. it took me like, you know, an hour and a half. <laughs> what What is there, your character in the cartoon movie? I'm just this dog. I'm just shock radar. Just like, and then I'm like Vito's. So Vito is like this little you know, crime boss, but he's a little chihuahua, and it's Rob Schneider's voice. Okay. And I'm like uh, this kind of his little sloppy, like a uh, errand boy. Oh, know, okay. On the yard, we're all dogs, you know. It's yeah, like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm just like, okay, you know, like whatever you want, you know, da da da. And it's like I'm kind of just like a little bit dumb, you know, because <laughs> oh, I'm a so mutt. Fun. I'm like the only mutt that's not like I'm like all the other dogs are like pure beats, so I'm like a little bit not right in the head. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but yeah, 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 it was fun, man. It was it was good times, so, and then. Uh, we're doing a, a cartoon a network show called Victor and Valentino that I've been working on. I'm oh. just there a couple of days a week uh, that we're doing now. So I just go like, you know, one or two days a week and we record. And uh, I Who think it's going to be for? a good show. Uh, cartoon Network. Yeah, cartoon yeah. Network. It's wow. going to be premiering later this year. So super excited about that because I think it's going to be it's a good cartoon, man. And the guy, uh, this creator, uh, Diego, is a, uh, he's been around Cartoon Network a long time. And then he got his own show. So he's really like talented and uh, uh, it's coming out great. I think it's actually gonna have. It's got legs, you know. I think it's gonna last. So nice. I'm excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> what's the What's the one you do on that? I play a character, uh, Maria Teresa. She's like an older auntie, you know, just like. So it's kind of like a Juani, older Juanita Carmelita, you know. Oh, She's like, wow. oh What's up? You know, da da da. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun, man. Nice. So cool. <laughs> man, that's really cool. How about uh, just like acting in general? Like um, besides the you know the characters that we've been talking about, like uh, um, yeah, I've gotten any um, movie stuff. Yeah, I've got, I'm getting uh, little cameos like little by little, uh, which is great because I, I still have a lot to learn, man. You know, I'm not like a, I'm more of a stand up and a c- c- comic than an actor, but doing characters has helped me get experience in of acting. Course. But I, just the part of like, you know, when we did the TBS shows, like it was we wrote it, so it was kind of. I don't, it's kind of easier to, to, cause you know, we know what we want, right? whether it's showing up to somebody else's set and then taking somebody else's direction is something that um, I'm trying to get better at, you sure. know, so getting these little cameos is great, like learning experience. So I try to not take it for granted and absorb any knowledge that I can get from these people that have been on sets like for 30, you know, 20, 30 years. So um, I've got little cameos like a, a 
uh, Bob Saget uh, directed and starred in this uh, independent film called Benjamin that's going to be coming out. Okay. I got a small part in that as a paramedic. Brian is my name. And then I just I just come in like this one little scene. But uh, it's an interesting little – it's kind of a weird movie. And then, uh, But it's it's funny, man. It's like kind of dark, dark comedy for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know – I show up to set and I didn't know like that everybody was on this cast, but it's like Sherry O'Terry's in it. Kevin Pollock was there, um, you know Bob Saget. Um, yeah, really an all-star cast. And then um, I know all those so, people. Yeah, 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 all those names yeah. for sure. Kevin Pollock was like, you know, so funny. I was so nervous around him. And then yeah, yeah, he was cool. He was like, get, they would all get snappy with each other, talk shit to each other. And then you know, but at the end of the day, he orders he ordered us like this big old coffee truck that just showed up. He goes, hey, coffee on me, you guys. It's out there, the truck if you want. Like, oh wow. You know, <laughs> We're like, oh, thanks, Kevin. Baller. <laughs> but he was cool. And then uh, I just shot a, a, a thing in uh, Canada for this movie called El Chicano that uh, uh, it's produced by uh, Ben Hernandez Bray, but it's uh, or directed by Ben Hernandez Bray. And then the producer is uh, uh, Joe Carnahan, who did uh, Smoking Aces and uh, oh, yeah. The Gray and the A Team reboot with, oh, okay. uh, with Liam Neeson and yeah. Joe Carnahan. Man, I love that dude, man. He's like, He's like a manly man and just a director. He's out there, boom. And he, he couldn't, uh, he called me up one time. They were just like both drinking like Japanese whiskey or something. And he just like was so, he loved all the videos. He loved all my characters. Even like Aphrodushi was a character not a lot of people know about. He's like, dude, Aphrodushi, you got to come out. So like, and I'm like, I couldn't believe it, man. It was just wow. like, but uh, we did a movie called El Chicano, which is like uh, George Lopez is in it. And uh, Kate Del Castillo and like all the, they got a pretty good cast. But um, it's funny because sh- we shot it in a Calgary, and they have neighborhoods that look like East L.A., you know? <laughs> but it's, like, cheaper to shoot there. Yeah, that happens a lot, doesn't it? Right, like right, these, right, yeah, yeah. yeah all, all the Canada time. doubles for all these places in the United States. Right, right, yeah. right, dude. But I showed up, and I'm like, dang, it does look like East L.A. It's so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, that one I'm really excited about because I'm, like, a comic relief in that one. So, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So that should be coming out later this year. I'm really excited about that one because I think it's going to be a good movie. It's like a, a action, like superhero movie. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So like the El Chicano guy, he has like a suit and thing, and you know he does a lot of fight scenes and stuff like that. Oh so, wow! Yeah, yeah. I'm ex- I'm excited about it. Oh, that's very cool. Um, what I we I want to talk about um. All the you got some serious merchandise out there on the uh, oh yeah <laughs> oh on the my gosh fit. man dude they went overboard I mean or well, not overboard yeah but it's, it's like baby onesies and mugs <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. even the cutoff sweats they sell dude yeah. they're actually pretty quality man <laughs> like that's pretty good man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are these, are, are, if I buy the cutoff sweats, they're not gonna like unravel. Do they, no, they put no, a stitch in the that's bottom? What I'm saying. They're quality, dude. Like <laughs> I, they sent me a couple pairs. I was like, oh man, they're gonna be these cheesy things. The lettering coming out. I caught them. I'm like, oh my gosh, these are actually like thick and comfortable. They can wash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're great, man. <laughs> But I got, you know, people send me pictures of their babies in the onesies, you know, like Creeper's My Homeboy. And it's yeah, like yeah. this little baby wear. <laughs> I mean, it's just mind-blowing, man. Like, who would have thought? Isn't you know, that great? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the uh, what was the one I was going to bring up to you? The the coffee? Oh, Energy. Energy uh, tamales. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, that is so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the smart chata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <man>. Energy tamales. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That that is so great. Energy tamales. I just had some tamales this week, as a matter of fact. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From a restaurant though, not homemade. So probably not as good as they can be. <laughs> um and then at the shows that you you mentioned when I was at the show last night that 
people after the show people come out get a picture with you and you're selling you don't have all the t-shirts and shorts and stuff here but what are you selling here at the show yeah just all that stuff's online i just sell my little motivational poster you know it says you know whatever i can be like whatever and a lot of times people they're dumb you know (laughs) it's so silly but if you think about it oh that's that makes sense that's deep you know (laughs) but uh yeah, all the other stuff's on trollofitshop.com, and then, you know, it's just kind of, it's, it's way too much to carry around, stuff like that, but, you know, it, it's like a, uh, you know, it's, it's cool that it's available, but I don't, you know, I like to pressure, shove it down people's throat, like, buy buy stuff, you know, but it's there if you want it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that works, that works. Cool. Is there, uh, I'm looking over the notes, I mean, is there anything else we should be talking about here that we should be promoting or mentioning, what, like where you are, well, social media. Where, oh yeah, um, how active are you? Where do you? Where are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly on. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not a great Twitter guy, but uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Frankie Quinones, and then uh, my, I'm a more Instagram guy, visual person. But uh, uh, fr- uh, Frankie Quinones on uh, Instagram, F R N K I E Q U I N O N E S, and then uh, Cholo Fit Creeper has got an Instagram. Oh, okay, um, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he's got way more followers than I do. <laughs> <laughs> does that ever frust- does that frustrate you at all? No, not at all, man. Like people, people did ask it? that a lot. Did it too. ever? Sometimes, I mean, every now and then if somebody's like, you know, if I'm doing my stand-up, because sometimes I'll go do sets as my regular self in L.A. or something, and then people, like, realize that I'm Creeper, or they know, you know, that Frankie Quinones is a Creeper, and they'll be like, Creeper, hey, give us Creeper, and I'm like, all right, man, yeah, <laughs> just, just trying to do a regular Has anyone scenario. ever come up to you and been like, hey, do you know, have you ever seen these Creeper videos? Yeah. <laughs> they are funny, man. <laughs> you should do something like that. <laughs> That would be funny, man, dude. You should do that, man. I don't know who that guy is. It's working for him. You should, you should do something like that, man. That's what's working right now. You know, man? Oh, man, it's hilarious. Do man. you remember? And here's my here. I'm gonna, I am gonna. I got a freebie for you. This is what right. you're going to roll your eyes at. But I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to do it. All day, man. And, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm sure you do. And I'm going to do it on the podcast so everybody's going to hear it to listen <laughs> Remember, uh, remember, like, uh, remember there was a workout, not a, not a video. Well, there was a, they sold it on television and they would come with a video for installment payments of 80 bucks. Solo flex. Do you remember that? Solo flex. Oh yeah. I remember solo flex. Cholo flex. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever thought of that? Has anybody ever said that to you? Cholo flex. And you got your own freaking workout video. I mean, the videos you're already doing. The equipment. The equipment. (laughs) The licensed Cholo Flex equipment. Huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Huh? All right, you We're can, gonna be rich. Yeah, uh huh. I just want to be like one percent. That's what's up right yeah. there, homie. Let's do it. You know? <laughs> Cholo Flex, man. Come on. It's all it could there. Could be the, the the white boy in the in the class, you know, the mm-hmm. Cholo Flex in the in the uh, video or the what do you call it? Infomercial. Homie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm in I'm in costume right I'll now. Be like, see, it works for white people too, homie. <laughs> and then you're right there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. Whenever you're ready, you just give me the nod. Oh. Uh, I want to give you compliments on your beatboxing. Oh, oh thanks, That was man. really good uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. during the show last night. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just something you messed around with as a kid and then yeah, yeah. figured out an excuse to kid. do it on stage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what happened. I've learned it. I was like in fifth fifth grade, sixth grade. I would get in trouble for clowning around in class all the time. So I sit on this brick wall for recess. I'd be on detention. Yeah. And there was a kid that was like two grades older than me. He was on detention also. And he could just hum. And do a beat at the same time. You're like, mm, 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 
mm, mm, mm. So I was like, what? How do you do that? And we had detention the whole week. So he was like, here, man, just hum a beat for, hum something for a while. Mm, 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 mm. Anything, you know? Mm, mm, mm. And then do the get the drums down separately. And then he's like, and eventually you're able to bring it together. He's like, just, you won't even have to think about it. So I was like, you know, and then so as soon as I learned how to do that, then I just started, you know, learning all the other tricks. And, you know, there's some people that are crazy with sure. it, but. But I know. And they could throw all the char- <laughs> other characters in there, but. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I always do it in the shower. It just became like my whistling, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I love to do it. So, yeah, yeah, I look for cheesy excuses to do it on stage. Good for you. <laughs> and I love that you threw in the uh, I know. <laughs> Because I recognized that from the show last night, too. That was definitely one of the highlights. I know. <laughs> Dude, great great job. Thank you for doing the podcast. Oh, uh, man, thank you. I, 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 I'd say continued success, uh, but I think you don't need to hear that from me because you're on the path, man. This is oh, good. Thank you, bud. This is good. I, uh, people it. should come out and see the show this week. Uh, it's like if you come to Acme, it's not like it's not the normal night, and you're really gonna like it. <laughs> right, right, it's yeah, definitely yeah. not the normal night, right, so right. be prepared for that. There's gonna be a few more people coming up on and off stage. There's gonna be costumes, but it's gonna be good. <laughs> right, all yeah. right. Thank you, Frankie. Oh, thank you, man. Thank Thanks you. for having me. I appreciate it. Sweet.